Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this amazing incredible, never a dull moment world. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, back from an amazing adventure in Utah this last week. For for all of you who um, tuned into the replay, you got to hear a replay of me and my sister goddess talking about sex. And so I hope that was something fun for you last week. And uh, the week before that, I celebrated my 100th episode. And so this is actually 101. How does it get even yummier on November 11th, 1111? We got a few ones going on here. Not to make that significant, and at the same time, isn't it interesting? One is uh, all about the energy of new beginnings, pioneering, breaking molds, um, you know, starting up uh, that sort of whoo, combustion into creation kind of thing as well. And so, wow, have we been having an interesting adventure this last couple of weeks? I know I have. Uh, and I hope you're getting to have your interestingness, and I'm I'm hoping that the interesting is showing up for you through all of some of what might seem like insanity going on <clears throat> um, for some people. Um, wow! And if you haven't uh, joined me before, if this is your first time coming to play, whether you're live or in the in the replay, um, thank you first of all. <laughs> and um, this show is all about the willingness to embody abundant living and that is something about could be about your bank account and it's a whole lot more and so we play with a whole lot of different topics um i am also playing with this um new energy of living beyond linear as my business is transitioning to what new entity it desires to be and um so I'm adding some components there uh, as we stop asking our life to make sense. <laughs> so I wonder what we can discover together. Um, I am, oh gosh, a, a number of things rolled into one, as many of us are. Uh, my The fun things that I play with is primarily, uh, I am an intuitive medium, body worker, and facilitator, and I bring all of my gifts and capacities together really to process with people, to facilitate people into changing, um, you could say what isn't working for them, into more of their awareness um, or having more of their awareness of what isn't working for them. I'm a big advocate, a big proponent of empowerment. So however that shows up, sometimes it shows up in a really obvious way and other times it shows up in ways that you could not have imagined. And I play with all of that uh, the emphasis is moving into the beyond linear <laughs> ingredients of that um, because it doesn't always make sense. It isn't always logical. And yet we can embody the abundance that we truly be when we're willing to look at, acknowledge, and actually 
um, allow ourselves to choose into more of the capacities, the gifts, the amazing potency that we bring as we have shown up here and as we are showing up here on the planet, however that looks. And there is, what if, there is no wrong way to experience your life. So, wow, um, there's so much energy. And I'm going to share with you a little bit, um, well, probably a lot. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Good morning to everyone in the chat room. First of all, and thank you for coming to play. If you've not gotten a chance to click into the chat room and play with us, please do if you're able to do that for this live show here on November 11th, 2016. Um, you just land on any page on a2zen.fm and you click on the word chat room in the red bar near the top of your screen and you can give yourself a name, yours or anyone else's, and then log in and come play with us. There's no IQ test. There's no password. There's no wrong answer. <laughs> I like that. Isn't that that kind of makes things easy? Wouldn't it be great if we could just acknowledge that for all of our life? What if there's no wrong answer? Hmm. For anything. Hmm. <laughs> um, so welcome everybody who's come to play and thank you again. And uh whenever you're listening to this show on November eleventh or any other day, please know that you are a contribution to these conversations and I greatly appreciate you listening, participating, contributing. I greatly appreciate you adding your energy to the conversation. Um, it is really, really one of the cool things about um, radio shows. We can listen to them whenever, and we are co-creators of them as well. And all of you are co-creating this with me, and I thank you. So this has been probably the two of the most interesting weeks in a really long time for me. Um, firstly, I... I went to um, Utah uh, on November 1st, and I spent six, well, I actually spent eight days there, um, but six days were, of that were in classes with Dr. Lena, Lisa Cooney, um, and the classes were hosted by the amazing Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer, who are co-hosts. Uh, here on this station uh, of Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Their show airs on Wednesdays. And um, so they were hosting, and I got to work with um, a team of incredible people and play with a team of incredible people. Oh, my goodness. The classes that we attended were Dr. Lisa's, one of them was Dr. Lisa's signature class. It's called Embrace Your Roar. And ROAR is actually an acronym for Radically Orgasmically Alive Reality. The second class that uh, was right after Roar was a three-day body class within the Tools of Access Consciousness. Um, so I spent three days basically sharing time on the table with uh, a, a partner, and we were doing body work with each other. And there were about 23 of us in, the, in that class. So there was a lot of bodies in process. It was amazing, and that is one of the things I love about the body classes um, learning the body processes and running those energies, the bodies are just, they're able to, oh my goodness, show us so many amazing things. And um, the class that started us off on uh, Wednesday night, November the 2nd, was actually a class called um, Creating Business Beyond Abuse. And it was very interesting to spend this week, this 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 whole beautiful six days, um, really diving into um, really the, 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 there was the main topic of abuse for the first two classes. 
And then there was all these other things going on, um, these other energies presenting themselves. And it it was just, it was something I, I knew was going to be amazing. I knew my body was um, desiring me to be there. I, I fully acknowledged that my body uh, was a major <laughs> contributor and co-creator in getting me to Utah. And she did it in the most amazing way. Um, and standing there the night of the first class, um, I just looked around the room. I mean, we're in Park City, Utah, and we're in a a place where uh, there is a great deal of um, history, and I have my my co-pilot, Lily, here with me, as usual. Um, The great deal of history, a great deal of uh, some of the history is is not history we really want to play with or talk about, and yet, um, there we were. We were choosing to show up. Over 40 people um, were choosing to show up for that class and bring all of their willingness to change whatever it was possible for them to change, however they could change it. Uh, and there was so much that came up around the abuse and the mistreatment and the irreverence and the disrespect and the dishonoring and the unkindness that so many of us have experienced and played with. And in many cases, many of us have imparted upon another as well as been on the receiving end. Um, I was just honored to be in the room with people who were willing to choose that and who were choosing that and receiving um, their awareness and and really having their empowerment. It was It was an amazing class, amazing set of classes. So... I want to just offer a huge shout out of thanks and gratitude and celebration to Dr. Lisa Cooney and to everyone who participated in that class, to Megan, to Suzanne, to to Allie, to Donna. Oh my gosh, Uh, an amazing team to get to play with, an amazing group of people to get to work with. I could not have create could I could not have asked for specifically something more magical. I'm so grateful. And today, uh, well, then I come home, <laughs> literally on November the 8th, and I'm I'm pretty wide open and raw from my experiences in the class, and um, and in a really good way, you know, um, that intense facilitation, intense process, um, while it splits us open, or it can split us open and put all of our nerves on the outside of our skin, or so it seems. Um, it can also bring us to some of the most amazing awarenesses and spaces of us um, that you you may not always see coming. You may not always <laughs> have the specific cognitive awareness of what's about to show up, um, and it it just amazes me. And so when I got home on Tuesday, of course, it was Election Day here in the U.S., and... Um, Wow, what an adventure. <laughs> and uh it hasn't it, it's been really fascinating uh ever since. It was it was actually quite intriguing to come home to or you know come back to Texas to the election uh results to what was going on all around the world, what we were hearing in the news and watching unfold. Um and with where I was uh being in the new awareness that I was in, um things were landing for me in a really different way with what I was perceiving and what I was being aware of. 
and what I was noticing. Um, and I got to have dinner with my friend Wendy, um, who picked me up from my, my travels, and um, some very interesting things came up in that conversation. And so that that's part of what brought me to this topic today. And the topic, the way that it showed up is, <laughs> where the hell did my happy place go? <laughs> so, so I don't know if any of you might be having that question in your universe. Um, I can tell you I, I went there a little bit uh, this week. I went there a few times. And I had also gone there throughout the six days of the classes in Utah. And so this show today was was really asking me to play with um, – what is this thing about our happy place? And, you know, many different modalities have their references to getting into your feel good, you know, get into the good feeling, get to your happy space, get to the space of you, get to something that is taking you out of the constriction and the confliction and all of the insanity. Um, And for many of us, including myself, uh, you, you know, has this ever happened for you? You just might want to slap somebody who tells you <laughs> or who reminds you, <laughs> even if they're doing it from the kindest, most wonderful, sincere space, you know. You just sometimes, you just might want to slap them when they say, well, you know, what would it take for you to get to your, your feel-good space? What would it take for you to change this? What would it take for this to change? And and so I I wanted to play with that today. Because um, when you're in the throes of process, um, it might not necessarily be about switching yours to feel good. Um, it might be about something that includes getting to the place and space of your happiness, of your joy, of your feel good. Um, but it might look very different than what many of us have interpreted or concluded it has to look like. So let's just play with the question. Everything you've decided feeling good and uh, being happy is supposed to mean and look like and be for you or for anybody else, (laughs) Uh, what could we do with that now? Would you be willing to choose beyond all the definitions and the significance that um, you might be having around feeling good um, when you get into a space of confliction, a space of irritation, a space of confusion, a space of frustration. So um, I wonder, what is here for us to play with? Um, <laughs> and it's very interesting. Lily has been so very active <laughs> since I've gotten home and so much more talkative than usual, with air quotes. Um, and, and I'm just amazed. I'm like, what are you aware of? Sweetness. Um, she's she's been bringing some very interesting interesting points into the conversations as well that I've been having. Um, so, what are we aware of? What are we aware of? So, what I'd like to begin with is um, talking about the processing. There's the physical processing. There's verbal processing. There's mental processing. There's emotional processing. Um, and then I think for a lot of us, we kind of sometimes we can do a lot of that simultaneously um, or consecutively. Um, and I'm not really, for this conversation, I'm not really concerned with a lot of proper terminology. Um, I want to speak to the energy of this. Um, part of what I became aware of in the classes were just, I had become rather, um, 
distance from what processing could be. And I had, I was realizing as I was just being present with the classes and being present with the different questions that were coming up and with different people that were choosing to get to the microphone and have some facilitation, receive facilitation from Lisa and from from Dr. Lisa and from um, just the space that was being, uh, the space that the students were being, not necessarily they were holding, but they were just being this beautiful space. Um, And I, I began to have an awareness that I had been intellectualizing a great deal of processing and um what i started to play with was okay what if i knew nothing about this what if i what if i just got here and got really still and put all of everything i know intellectually and cognitively about what processing is or is supposed to be what if i set all that aside and just allowed whatever each of the participants of the class and whatever Lisa was bringing forth to gift to me. I allowed myself to receive that. And wow, that in itself was um, pretty big. Um, being willing to be present with someone when they are really choosing into some of the deepest, darkest places of their life and their bodies um, to, to get free. Uh, is amazing. Um, And often there are no words required. So it was really, it was really potent um, to just be able to be there and and witness for the class participants. And it was also very powerful to be witnessed when I was choosing um, to process. And I wonder if that is something that we have intellectualized. Um, I can tell you (laughs) that part of my awareness, or one of my awarenesses, one of my big awarenesses um, this past week was around how much I have still tried to to do everything in my head. Even though I'm very much a a proponent of bodies, I'm very much an advocate of body work and body communication. Um, When it came to my stuff... (laughs) It was fascinating to see how quickly I wanted to not be present with my body. And that didn't necessarily come from a cognitive place. Um, it's It can be this this habit that we have created. And in many cases, it's kind of a survival thing. So part of this past week in Utah was part of the gift of that was for me to really have that brought into my awareness again Um and allow myself to play with bodies and play with being present with bodies in a really different way. So what what are you able to be present with your body in this moment with so potentially, but possibly so many things that might be going on for us respectively and collectively? Um, what could we be present with right now with our bodies? that would allow us to have more of our awareness, that would allow us to receive more information, not that we have to do anything with it, and we're going to talk a little bit about that after the break, Um, but just allow us to have more of us. So that's the first thing I'd invite you to, I am inviting you to in today's conversation. What 
what can we be? What energy and space and consciousness can we be? And what willingness are we now able to have and be? To allow our bodies to show us what they are capable of. To allow our bodies to be present with us and allow ourselves to be present with our bodies here and now and have our awareness. And awareness is a very intriguing thing, my friends. <laughs> so we will pick up with awareness after this break. Um, let's all take a breath, perhaps. Um, I'm so grateful for all of you who have come to join us in the chat. Um, Eleanor, Dina, Rod, Wendy, my beautiful sister goddess Rhonda, thank you so much, everyone, and all of you who are listening. Um, thank you to many of you who expressed your um, your gratitude to me and your um participation with me um, over this past week, um, just kind of acknowledging me and this show. And um, I'm I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. And so all of you who are listening, um, wherever you are, thank you. Um, Let's take a collective breath, perhaps. Let's acknowledge our bodies. Hello, beautiful bodies. Hello, amazing bodies. Hello, magical bodies. (sighs) Let's just be here. Be present. We're going to have a short break and we will be right back. Thank you, folks. (laughs) Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 In Canada, at 613-800-8736 in the UK at 033-0001-0625 
by Skype at A2Zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now back to our show. Lily's bringing us back in. Welcome back. Welcome forward, sideways, up and down, and wherever you might be <laughs> to this next segment of Living Well. Uh, I'm Keisha Clark, and I'm so grateful you are coming to play with us today, with me and us today. And I'm so grateful for the bodies um, and the gift that they are being and the gifts and the awarenesses that they are bringing um, so awareness, this very intriguing thing that we have at our, uh, as one of our capacities, as one of the energies of us, and wow, how many ways can we totally twist up our awareness? <laughs> I don't know if any of you have ever done that. I might be the only one, um, but one of the things I became aware of, <laughs> no pun intended there, um, over this last couple of weeks was how my I was actually sort of defaulting into this interpretation of my awareness. And I got to tell you, that is not um, what I would suggest or recommend to anyone. <laughs> um, and it really, it kind of really showed itself uh, on election night as I was having a conversation with my friend Wendy um, that I, I was, and, and part of what I had not acknowledged for myself on that evening uh, was that here I have just come from six days of intensive facilitation. I am wide open <laughs> to the world, to the energies, to everything that's going on. It doesn't mean I had to be at the effect of it. I just simply, I had not necessarily acknowledged, um, yeah, wow, what an interesting thing to step into the day after you finish an intensive set of classes. And um, so we always have our awareness, whether we choose to acknowledge it or not. And this thing about getting to our happy place, um, getting to our feel-good, getting out of the difficulty and the conflict and the twisty tangliness um, when we go to those places, um, it can be... It can be really challenging. We're on the one in one respect, we might be searching for a, something, sort of you know, a, an energetic foothold, if you will. Um, on the in the other in another respect, um, we're we're like perceiving. We might be perceiving so much, so it makes it a little challenging to just have our awareness and not be trying to interpret it. And then what happens often when we begin interpreting our awareness is we go into this insanity of uh, conclusion and trying to figure something out before we're even really aware of it. Um, so not to, not, to be, not to sound redundant there. <laughs> um, so we, we always have awareness of what's going on. And... One of the things that I noticed in the class was we, with the processing that I was witnessing and, and that I was experiencing for me, there are those moments that we have our awareness when we're in abusive situations, when we're in uncomfortable situations, when we're in difficult or challenging situations. We have our awareness and sometimes... We don't know what to do with it. Uh, some, for some of us, a lot of times, we don't know what to do with it. And so how many of you um, 
have stuff that has been triggered, activated, or reactivated, um, and you freeze. You have those moments that you are perceiving everything and you don't know what to do with it. Yeah. I notice that that is something that we try to do. We try to do something with what is going on. And that actually so often can take us out of our ability to have our choice. Because what we're trying to do, more often than not, is something that is actually in reaction to what we're perceiving. So I was, um, my big, huge piece came on the last day of this set of classes. And um, as I began to ask my question at the mic, uh, I noticed that everything in me was trying to constrict and and it was as though I was trying to get away <laughs> before I could get my question out <laughs> to Dr. Lisa. And then even in the asking, in the attempts to be asking my question, I was stumbling. I was, um, I, I put things out into the room that were kind of sticky, that uh, was a lot of it I was having some story, um, I basically went into my head and I almost locked myself out of my body. And that was really fascinating because uh, I would not have told you going into this series of classes that um, that I was so disconnected from my body. Um, especially in light of the fact that I work with bodies. So, so everything I made that and everything I tried to make that at any point, yeah, I'm restoring and I'm creating that. And where I found it really intriguing was as I went into this facilitation with Dr. Lisa, um, one, I had to be willing to receive it. And, and at that point that I chose to ask my question, I was really ready and I was really choosing me and I was choosing I'm changing this. I was choosing I'm, I'm getting beyond this and I'm ready to have whatever show up, show up for me to change this. Because um, I, I had come into the awareness that there was something that I was letting, whether well, it was a place in my life from a memory that I was really getting stuck. It was from a, a very a time that in my young childhood. And it was around an experience of some very violent um, and unkind action toward me and my body. And the details aren't really important, um, so we don't have to go there. It's it's just I, I know all of us have moments like that. However, it occurred for each of us. Um, so I was in my process, and what was really stunning for me was how much came up around the dislike and the actual hatred of my body, and there was a a lot of it having to do with that at a very young age in my in my teeny tiny toddler body <laughs> um I could not do something about my awareness I could not physically overpower the person involved and I could not change the situation I could not run away get away escape fly you know the fight or flight thing and I couldn't fight either and 
what that did at that moment in my life, what what I what got created, um, was a reinforcement of the separation from my body that I had not been acknowledging until the day that I had asked for the, the facilitation. So there was a there was a bit of shock <laughs> and awe um, as I'm in this process and. It, it was full body processing, uh, for which I am immensely grateful. Um, immensely grateful to my beautiful partner, Lisa, <laughs> Miss Maul, um, for her being present with me as I was processing, because as I said earlier, we were we were paired up uh, for the body class. This was during the body class. And the... The thing I'm looking at and playing with now, and and in light of what is occurring as we are in this post-election phase, because I'm seeing a lot of it going on, is those moments when we are triggered, um, when we remember or we are reminded of something that was very difficult for us, something that was painful for us, something that was uh, incredibly traumatic in many cases for us. Um, even the remembrance of that can recreate or take us back to the moment. And we might feel like we are shattered. We might feel like we are disconnected again. And we might feel exactly the way we did at the moment uh, that the trauma occurred. And one of the things I was playing with after Tuesday night was, or election night here in the States, was, wow, what am I aware of? Oh, my God. There was so much processing going on. And I know I'm kind of jumping back and forth a little bit, so I hope that, I hope you're able to stay with me. Not not stay with me, just I'm hoping this is landing for you. <laughs> I know I tend to kind of speak in all over the place sometimes, and um, it's kind of that, the, the way the brain does chaotic um, impulse to create an action or a process, that's kind of where I am. So so what I brought forward on Wednesday, the day after the elections, um, what I was able to bring forward was my awareness. Um, I was able to be present without having a point of view that I had to do something in particular or I had to um, react, that I had to be in reaction. I was also aware, as I think many of us are, were, and will be, um, of how much trauma has been activated or reactivated for so many people. So, one, the, like the huge thing for me has been the awareness of how much abuse we have perpetrated and endured upon ourselves and upon each other as we go through our lives, as we have gone through our lives. And yes, I am including more than this lifetime. Um, And that's part of what I'd like to speak to today is when we talk about getting to our feel-good space, sometimes all of that shit seems like it is between us and the feel-good. And what I'm aware of today is that that is information. The the shit 
whatever you want to call it, is information. Um, just like it was when it originally occurred. It was information. And we make choices in those moments. And we can actually make the choices to not let ourselves be stuck there. What is often required when we make the choice to not, or when we're willing to choose to not let ourselves be stuck in those moments any longer, it does take the willingness to allow the intensity to move through and allow ourselves to move through the intensity of those memories, those experiences, what got created. Sometimes if we had a physical injury that, um, that, we, you know, that changed our bodies, uh, if we had a broken bone, if we had uh, uh, impact so hard that it bruised organs, or if we had teeth knocked out, or if we had, uh, you know, if you were, if, if some physical contact was made so extremely, so intensely, or so violently, it can be very easy to be right back in that moment. And I so get that. And what I'm also aware of today is that if we can be present with that moment, even if we revisit it, even if we haven't, quote-unquote, processed it yet, even if that's what we're working to do, if that's what we're ready to choose and willing to choose into and, and have, we don't have to be on the receiving end of the violence. We actually don't. So everybody take a breath. <laughs> oh, wow. So I get the intensity of this. Oh, and I am aware that this intensity isn't necessarily going to go away drastically or subside drastically um, given the fact that so many people right now are experiencing a remembrance, a trigger, a something. And this is not about making this right or wrong, my friends. This is just about my awareness of one of the things that is occurring for so many of us. And I've seen so many um, expressions on my social media feeds, so many expressions of people working through and processing through what is coming up for them. So I know that each of us is working through this. And I'm so amazed and grateful that I got to come from this six days of class into this point in our history, this chapter of our story, um, to be able to have the awareness I had from, from the classes and and come into what we were about to be creating and now what we are creating with the choices that have been made, with the events that have been created and co-created, really. Um, it really wasn't about a winning, a losing. Uh, it, it had much less to do with the event that, cre that brought all of this up. It had more to do with what was coming up. And what I saw and... and Rhonda, if you don't mind, I think I'm gonna we're gonna go through this break. So, because um, the intensity is here, and I don't, I, I just this is I'm gonna follow the energy. Thank you, love. Um, what I saw and became more aware of with the classes was when we're processing, when we come to those points that something is triggered for us, 
And when we're ready to go to the space and choose beyond the trauma, choose to change what got created in the trauma, whether that's one event or whether that's multiple events throughout our life or multiple events in multiple lifetimes. Um, When we are willing to go there, there is a point in the process that we, we have to acknowledge what it is. And for so many of us, that can be so painful. We are resisting the receiving of the unkindness. We are resisting the receiving of the, the thing that has been judged as so awful. And that is where we can get stuck. And often, for many of us, myself included, we kind of leave pieces of ourselves in those moments. So when we have events that then occur at different times in our life, it can be very quickly that we are back in those moments again. We find ourselves in the energy of that. We find, our, we find ourselves confronting that energy again. And in many cases, confronting our abuser, whether we're um, acknowledging that in that moment or not. So part of what I noticed in the processes that were going on in class is that every one of us would get to that space and acknowledgement was being required. And for some of us, we could get there with an ease um, more than, you know, for some of us it took a little more to have the ease. And for others of of us, (laughs) there was like this, this middle finger that just, you know, automatically went up and we were going to defend our position no matter what. And you might be hearing me say that through gritted teeth. (laughs) And I was fascinated by this. And I was one of the people who was defending no matter what. And that was so surprising to me. So when, when I came back to what was going on, and really, I was looking at the day after, um, you know, on, on Wednesday, after things had been uh, basically, you know, quote-unquote decided. Um, I was looking around the world through my social media feeds and through the newscast and, you know, the, the bits that I was watching. And, and I was looking at what I was perceiving, and I was just kind of being with it. And I was like, wow, it's like we're in a collective moment that we can choose to acknowledge our pain and begin to exhale. And again, I don't make this significant about the election. I do find it fascinating that this election cycle has brought up so much of this for so many of us. And this what i what i am perceiving this process for for us globally as is a collective moment for those of us who are finding this really challenging for those of us who are finding our awareness to be really challenging <laughs> first of all what are we aware of and would you be willing to just acknowledge that without any need to do anything about it just acknowledge it And that is part of the process of processing. 
we get to the point where we're it's really required that be we we be willing to acknowledge what is not so that we can do anything about it simply so we can allow that energy to be moving for us we can allow ourselves to get present with all of what is going on and sometimes that seems so big and so intense and so painful and when you are in the midst of processing yes it it is freaking intense and huge and often so painful and those are moments of choice as well and it this is giving me so wow like mm, i don't even have a word okay so let's all take a breath please <laughs> yeah yeah let's get back with our bodies just what are our bodies here our bodies here our bodies here be with our bodies what is it that our bodies can show us now yeah this this thing that is really fascinating me with where we are in this moment all around the world is how this is sort of a, a macrocosm of our microcosmic experiences. And for so many of the, the people who are in their moments of the fear, of the, the not feel good, of the pain, of the trauma, however it's being triggered, um, I'm asking, would you be willing to acknowledge where you are? without the expectation that you have to do anything about it. And we've had some other fabulous conversations this week along these lines of of topic. Um, Rock and Rhonda Burns started us off on Wednesday morning with an amazing show. <laughs> and, and, oh, my God, hats off to Rhonda. She got to kick us off on hump day the day after <laughs> this very intriguing experience of, of election. <laughs> and then we had um, Megan and Suzanne bring up their show, which was on Wednesday as well. And uh, so if, if you would like to have some more um, support, some more facilitation, some more uh, contribution, pull up those two shows. They're in their archive pages. Pull those up as well. And just you know, run them while you sleep, run them while you do dishes, run them while you jog. It, it doesn't really matter. You just put that energy into your environment and see if that also brings some more shifting and changing for you. Because um, what I'm really getting clarity on is this is all about when we are processing, no matter how, where, or when, it is really about the acknowledgement of what is to allow what else is possible to begin to show up. And that was part of the miracle I got to experience in Utah. And I'm so grateful that those of us who were in that class and those of us who were in many other classes that were going on around the world in the days leading up to this election, I'm so grateful that we get to bring that energy forward. And that's what I'm going to invite all of us to do now. I'm going to invite you to tap into a moment of your powerfulness the fullness of your power. Because finding your joy and finding your happy and finding your feel good, let me ask you this. Is it a place you ever lose? Is it a place we ever are lost from? It might feel like we are. 
And I'm going to ask you, what do you know? I'm going to invite you to let your body be with you as you reply to that. Yeah. So finding our happy place might not necessarily be about a procedure. It might not necessarily be about the three magical steps to find your happy place. You know, the the seven processes to get to your feel good. It It might not be about anything like that. It might just be about remembering, about acknowledging, and about allowing. Let yourself remember. Let yourself have the memory. Let your body have the memory. Acknowledge you. Acknowledge your body. Acknowledge what is. And allow all of it to shift and change. And so what does that require? Sometimes that requires our willingness to take off any linear application of that. It requires sometimes us to be willing to get out of that we have to do it as a process. Sometimes it requires that we simply be willing to stay present. We take the time that it takes so it doesn't have to take more time away from us. So time doesn't have to be relevant. Okay. And what if each of us, what if each of you, what if you can have your awareness now? If you are being triggered by any part of this or any other thing that is going on in your life and when you are being triggered, would you be willing to allow yourself to remember and acknowledge and have allowance? And would you be willing to let yourself continue to use through all of it and beyond all of it? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, Eleanor. <laughs> would you be willing to let yourself choose? And could we please acknowledge how aware we are? Yeah. And when you catch yourself trying to interpret your awareness and make it mean something that you have to do, could you just maybe let yourself be reminded, hey, 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 I'm just aware of something here. I don't got to do nothing with it. I don't got to do nothing about it in this 10 seconds. I'm just going to have my awareness. Now, what else can I allow? Now, how much more allowance can I have of me? And you would, of course, be speaking in first person for yourself. <laughs> so what else is possible? What else is available to us now? And what if that is how we make this transition from judgment to joy, from feeling fatigued and overwhelmed to feeling the gratitude and the presence and the happy, from feeling like we're in danger, like we're stuck in those moments of our traumas, to actually having our knowing that we're not stuck there, and that no matter what is going on that triggers it, we can be so much more. 
We actually are so much more. What if that is the happy place? And what if we don't have to call it happy place? What if we simply call it getting to the space of you? Getting to the space of me? You getting to the space of you? Because what if joy is actually organically the energy you be? Would you be willing to allow that possibility to create something different for you? And would you be willing to allow that possibility to become greater and let that expression be real for you, be true for you? And so I know I've been a little bit all over the place today. It might it might seem like that. There's been a lot of things going on energetically that have not necessarily been put into words. And I'm so grateful that you have come to play with this conversation. And I have no expectation of any specific outcome of this conversation for any of you. I simply desire to let you know that it is possible. It is so incredibly, absolutely at every moment possible to change what is going on for you. It is so incredibly, absolutely at every moment possible for you to keep choosing and for you to have more of you, more of that joy you be. Even when everything appears as though it is not. No matter what you're processing, my friends, no matter what you are processing, no matter when in your life you are processing it, please hear me and let me be part of your reminder. It is totally, absolutely, at any moment and every moment possible for you to choose what works for you. I am so freaking grateful for you guys. I desire to have and be and choose more happy, more joy, and I invite you to be choosing that this week too. And I'll see you next week. I adore you. Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease?